0: When life throws you off course, did you know there are five commitments you can make that will help you get back on track every single time? Yep. Coming up next on the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, we're going to talk about five thoughts resilient people embrace in order to bounce back from a setback, successfully deal with disappointment, and navigate challenges every single time. If you've landed here on this podcast, then I already know two things about you. One, you've probably already accomplished amazing things. And two, you're interested in learning more about improving your personal level of success. This is the Successful Women Think Differently podcast, and I'm your host, Valerie Burton. I'm a personal and executive coach, best-selling author of more than a dozen books, and founder of the Coaching and Positive Psychology Institute. Are you ready to close the gap between where you are now and where you really want to be? Then let's dive into today's episode. You know, sometimes life just sideswipes you into a ditch. I don't know if you've been there. I'm guessing you probably have. I've definitely been there. You know, life just doesn't always go the way we planned it. Sometimes it's, you know, you didn't get the client, you didn't get that promotion. Maybe you lost a job or your spouse did. The relationship ends you take a financial hit, your health or that of a loved one is threatened by a diagnosis or something that rocks your world, it's pretty much impossible to get through life without going through some unexpected and sometimes even unwanted challenges. But if you are intentional, it's actually possible to grow through your challenges and not just go through them. Growing through your challenges isn't always what's at the top of your mind when you're going through something difficult, but just kind of go with me for a second here. I want you to think back on something that was super difficult in your life, but on the other side of it, you see that you're actually somehow better. Maybe you have a greater capacity to deal with stress. Um, Maybe whatever it is forced you to learn how to stand up for yourself perhaps that ending, that relationship that ended, turned out to be the best new beginning you could have asked for. Maybe you had something happen and on the other side of it, you just somehow were better. Maybe you were more grateful. Maybe you were kinder. Maybe you were more compassionate. I've certainly been there. When you get humbled in your life, it changes you. And if you're intentional, it can change you for the better. There's something that um, researchers call post-traumatic growth, some really great research out of the University of North Carolina that shows that most of us know about post-traumatic stress disorder. We often think of it um, when we think of soldiers having gone off to war and dealing with all of the trauma and uh, devastation that can come with that. It can also occur when uh, someone's been through a a crime situation or some other personal trauma, right? Most of us have heard of PTSD, but most of us have not heard of post-traumatic growth. And post-traumatic growth is simply that on the other side of a trauma, of something really, really difficult, when a person says, you know, I am somehow stronger or better because of this, Now, this doesn't mean you would choose to go through it. It doesn't mean the thing you went through is good. That's not it at all. But that somehow, because of the character you had to muster, the the courage, whatever it is it took to get through it, it somehow transformed you. It somehow expanded and grew you. And so on the other side of that challenge of that difficulty, you can say, hmm, I've grown. The most resilient people always focus at some point on how they can grow through their challenges and not just go through them. The thing about resilience, though, is that, you know, we don't do it perfectly, and that really is okay. You know, I think a lot of times we feel like when we go through uh, something, that if we go through it and in the midst of it, We feel, um, it feels messy and, and we're messing up and we're falling apart that then we're not resilient. And that's not true. In the midst of going through whatever you're going through, you don't always look great. You don't always respond in the best way at first. But resilience really epitomizes this Japanese proverb that I love that simply says, fall seven times, stand up eight. You may have fallen seven times, but if you eventually get up, you are still resilient. These commitments I want to share with you today, it's five commitments. I actually uh, wrote these five commitments near the beginning of where will you go from here? This is a book that um, I wrote about moving forward when life doesn't go as planned, and I wrote it when my life wasn't going as planned, (laughs) when I found myself at 36, going through a divorce. And it, it, for me, took more courage than anything I have ever done in my life. And there was a lot of fear. I was devastated in many ways. And I needed to get something out of it. One of the things that I had decided as I was going through this is that I would be better and not bitter. That was my mantra. I said it to myself over and over and over again. No, I would not choose to go through this, but I'm not going to be bitter on the other side of this. I'm going to be better. And I was intrigued by the idea that I could somehow be better. And so as I embarked on this journey uh, in writing the book, I started interviewing people who had also found their lives not going as planned. People who felt like their lives had been sideswiped into a ditch. And so... What that did for me more than anything, and it was kind of a surprise, is it put my situation into perspective. Like, it felt huge to me, and I'm not saying that it wasn't, but as I was talking and interviewing these amazingly resilient people who had gone through things that were a lot harder some had gone through what I was going through, but had other things happening at the same time. Some had lost a spouse or a child. Some had overcome cancer, um, found themselves paralyzed at a young age, faced bankruptcy, divorce, and hospitalization simultaneously. I was going through something that felt monumental for me, but the perspective shift that I gained by listening to the stories of others was exactly what I needed to pull me through. And I'm wondering for you, what are you pushing through right now? What has knocked you off track, no matter how small or how big? Because whatever your answer to this question, that question, I want you to apply these five commitments. And these are things that you just say to yourself as you're going through your challenge. These are things I said to myself that transformed everything that helped me to not only create a vision for my life after starting it over but to walk right into that vision so the first commitment if if we're finding our lives side us into a ditch the first commitment is to say i will not feel sorry for myself i will not feel sorry for myself it can be very easy when we go through something especially when it feels unfair somehow Um, especially when we feel like we did the right things and yet life isn't going as planned. It can be easy to feel sorry for ourselves. It can be easy to want to throw the pity party. But at some point you have to decide that's not going to be your story. When you suffer a setback, few things are more debilitating than feeling sorry for yourself, than having this whole attitude that is, woe is me, because it gets you stuck. And so just looking around you, <clears throat> just finding those examples of people who have been resilient in the face of whatever their challenges were, others that have perhaps gone through what you've gone through, can put things into perspective for you and, and keep you from falling into the trap of feeling sorry for yourself. Because what happens when we feel sorry for ourselves is we become the victim. We often make excuses then for not doing better, for not growing, for not finding a plan B. And so when you say, I will not feel sorry for myself, it's empowering. And it also turns your entire focus towards what you can do. What is within your control? There are some things that aren't within your control, but there are some things that are within your control. Your attitude, choosing to reach out, choosing to ask for help, choosing to look forward as opposed to looking backwards. So facing forward and saying, what is my vision moving forward? Or if you're not ready for the vision, it can be a matter of saying, I'm still going to have one. When I get there, when I get through this period of rest, healing, mourning, whatever it is that I need, I am choosing to have a vision for moving forward because if I'm still here, there's a reason I'm here. There's something more for me to do. What is it? So commitment number one, I will not feel sorry for myself. Whether you lost the job, the promotion, the client, Even in the most difficult of circumstances, when we have lost people and things that were monumental in our lives, we can find gratitude for what we had. We can find gratitude that we are still here. We can find gratitude for how we move forward. I'll never forget when my mother was recovering from a brain aneurysm that left her very disabled. I'll never forget how many times she said, as she had just gotten out of the hospital, I'm really grateful. I'm really grateful for the chance to recover. Most people who have what I had aren't here anymore. Wow. She was 49, learning to speak again, learning to walk again, needing help for the most basic of things that I had to learn how to help her do. And she was saying, I'm grateful. And do you know what her gratitude did for her? It gave her the motivation and the inspiration and the energy to do the therapy that was required for her to regain many of her abilities. So rather than feeling sorry for herself, which of course at times she really, she really struggled with that, she always came back every single day, I'm grateful. So commitment number one, I will not feel sorry for myself. Commitment number two, I will not stare at the closed door. I will not stare at the closed door. So oftentimes when life doesn't go as planned, we're looking at what it used to be or what it looked like it was about to be. And we just get stuck there. We can't get past the fact that the plan is no longer the plan. And that's hard. But we get stuck when we won't turn around and face forward, when we find ourselves staring at the closed door that's not going to open. And I'm not saying this is easy. But what I am saying is whatever that closed door, and again, this can be simple stuff. You know, it could be some changes happening at work, and you get stuck talking about the way things used to be. But it can also be that relationship door that shut, that business door that shut, that financial opportunity that shut down, that, that health change, that loss of something that used to be easy and no longer is. It takes courage to turn around and face forward, to choose not to stare at the closed door, to not get stuck in that place. Commitment number three is I will dig deep to unearth all the courage I need resilience takes a lot of courage. Sometimes it's the courage to be vulnerable as you tell somebody what you are dealing with and you ask for help, you ask for input. Sometimes it's courage because you're about to make a big change and you're afraid. It's that fear of uncertainty. It is the fear of regret. Am I making the right decision? Sometimes it's the fear of speaking up, standing up for yourself, stepping up in a new way. But fear is often misunderstood. Oftentimes we see fear and we think, ah, I'm afraid I shouldn't keep going forward. I'm afraid I should run in the other direction. As opposed to, ah, I'm afraid I must be out of my comfort zone. I'm in the right place. Of course you're afraid. Of course you're afraid. When life doesn't go as planned and you come up with a plan B and, you know, maybe your plan B didn't even work. (laughs) Sometimes it's a plan C, but Whatever the case when we're moving down a path that's unfamiliar and that's hard, it is so important that we recognize fear is inevitable. It's not a stop sign. You're courageous. You've done courageous things in the past. You can do them now, but you will have to make a decision to be courageous. Oftentimes as we're making a change, there are multiple opportunities to back away from the decision we've already, made. you make that decision to be courageous every step you take forward. And so it's absolutely essential to understand you're going to have to dig deep for that courage. You're going to have to remind yourself of who you really are. You may have to call on your courageous encouraging friend and leave the ones who plant seeds of doubt and <laughs> and discouragement kind of out of the picture for now you may not talk to them about this particular challenge because you need the people who are going to lift you up and strengthen you so commitment number 3 when life doesn't go as planned when you're dealing with a major challenge or a setback is i I will dig deep for all the courage I need. Commitment number four, I will direct my thoughts. My thoughts will not direct me. Ah, oh, I love this one. This is the essence of resilience, right? We don't control the thoughts that show up. We really don't. I mean, you could be minding your own business and somebody says something that causes you to think this new thought. That's not helpful. You could be watching TV or scrolling social media and see something and your thoughts just go in a direction that's not helpful. So you don't control every thought that comes, but you do choose the ones you dwell on, the ones you meditate on, and you have to be intentional about them. What are you saying to yourself about this situation and is it helping you move forward or is it getting you stuck? You get to decide the thoughts that you keep. Now, you have to practice this. It doesn't happen automatically. But if you can be very intentional, it's amazing how you can begin to shift the kinds of thoughts that you have. Sometimes it's the simplest of thoughts, like, I can do this. Simple thought. But it's true. You can. Sometimes it's the simple thought, I have what it takes. I am good enough. Sometimes you have to repeat the simplest of thoughts, things that perhaps we tell children, right? But as we get to be adults, people don't keep saying those things to us. We have to learn to say them to ourselves. I will direct my thoughts. My thoughts will not direct me. That means you are aware of what you're saying and you are intentional about what you are saying to yourself. And then commitment number five. I choose to believe all things work together for good. That doesn't mean that everything that happens is good, because it isn't. Sometimes we deal with things, they are unfair, they are unjust, they are discouraging, they are frustrating. Those things aren't good, but all things can work together for good. Something good can come of difficult situations, and if you look for that, it's powerful. So... I get this from from Scripture. as a believer, I choose to believe all things work together for good uh, to finish the scripture for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. What I believe that means is that when you look for purpose in your circumstance, when you look for something to come out of it that can be good, you will find it. So, Maybe you got laid off, and maybe you had been toying with the idea of launching your own business anyway, or changing careers, or moving into a new role because it wasn't that satisfying to you anymore anyway. Maybe it never was. Maybe you didn't want to see the friendship end, but maybe that really was a toxic friendship, and you were just hanging on letting it happen because you were uncomfortable with having a hard conversation with setting a clear boundary. So the boundary's been set for you. Maybe that financial situation that just, oh, has been awful for you has also made you recognize that you didn't have a good game plan, that you needed to really invest in your own financial literacy and learn how to be intentional with your money. And this has been a reality check. When we believe all things work together for good, we are looking for the ways in which we can grow out of what it is that we're going through so that you grow through it and don't just go through it. So I don't know what it is for you right now. It might be something small. It might be something big. But will you make these five commitments? I will not feel sorry for myself. I will not stare at the closed door. I will dig deep to unearth all the courage I need. I will direct my thoughts. My thoughts will not direct me. And I choose to believe all things work together for good. So which one of those five commitments resonates most with you right now? What would shift for you if you embraced that commitment wholeheartedly, if you lived it out? Imagine what could change around how you feel, around how you show. You know, it's not easy when things don't go as planned. But you can and you will make it through whatever is going on. Resilience is a skill. And it's a skill that can be learned and it can be improved. But making these five commitments really does help you build resilience. And it ensures that whatever the challenges that you're facing right now, you don't just go through it. You grow through it. I'd love to hear which of the commitments resonates most with you. So write a review of the podcast share your thoughts. If there's a topic you'd like for me to address here on the podcast, please tell me when you write the review. I read every single one. And if you want to find the show notes with these five commitments, with even a little download that you can sign off on these commitments and keep them somewhere that you're going to see it often and remember it. If you want to check out previous episodes or links to the Successful Women's Academy, just go to ValerieBurton.com forward slash podcast. You'll find all of that there. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. My goal with this podcast is to give you bite-sized strategies to help you close the gap between where you are and where you really want to be. But if you're looking for some more in-depth help, then I invite you to join us in the Successful Women's Academy. Each month in SWA, I give you the tools you need to coach yourself to conquer the fears, habits, and distractions that threaten to get in the way of your biggest dreams, sabotage your joy, and keep you from being the best version of yourself. You can find out more by visiting ValerieBurton.com forward slash SWA. I'll see you in the next episode of the Successful Women Think Differently podcast.